Hello there, authentic podcast listeners. I'm Jordan Dahl. And I... <coughs> I'm Sam Wiles. <laughs> and if we seem a little aggressive, that's because we're the hosts of Fight Island, a comedy podcast about fictional fights and the very real island where they take place. Each week we have on our favorite comedians to riff and roleplay about who would win in a fight between your favorite pop culture characters. It's one part D&D, one part road trip game, and two parts roundhouse kick to the face. It's brutal. It's funny. It's, it's Fight Island. Island. You didn't do it. I, can't, I look so aggressive I, don't, it, I got uncomfortable. everybody and welcome to another episode of stand by your band i'm tom takar the wolf of dog street joined as always by the prince of snarkness himself tommy mcnamara how are you tommy i'm doing great i'm back in my taylor swift card again i'm ready to rock i love it taylor swift cardi you got the canal bar shirt rocking you're looking good everything i like on full display yeah <laughs> uh we have uh a very special guest today. Uh, I think we should go ahead and introduce him. Yeah. So we can get chatting to him. Uh, Mike Cablon's here. Hi. Thanks for having Do I get a cool uh, morning zoo nickname to you? <laughs> no, I, I had one and then I forgot it as I was uh, doing it. I, ah. We usually don't. And lately, I've noticed the guests have grown antsy to have their own. <laughs> it's such a cool intro. I, not knowing what to expect and then hearing you guys intro yourselves like I'm uh, driving to work at 7 a.m. in New Jersey. Like, I just sure. uh, wait till you hear the soundboard. It's great. <laughs> it's a lot of augas. It is so many augas. Uh, Mike, it's a big week for you, right? The show, uh, you're on Mr. Mayor that's coming out this very week, correct? I am. Yeah. I uh, went. I don't know what day this is going to air. It's either on the air already or it will be soon. That's a good um, question. This will it'll already be out because this will come out next Wednesday. So got it. Okay. Yeah. But uh, so uh, I hope great. you watched last out. week. <laughs> uh, yeah, Thursday's on NBC. Very exciting. Amazing. Um, how have uh, how has your new year been so far, Mike? Um, you know, pretty great. I mean, like normal. Uh, which I think given the state of the world, if you're listening to this like three years from now, as I'll remind you, it's pretty bad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right now, things are pretty okay. You know, I'm, I'm healthy and I'm safe and I have a job and uh, I feel very grateful that like there's nothing to worry about right now. I'm just chilling in my house. Got a show coming out. I feel good. That's great. great Notice you got a nice looking guitar in your, in your Zoom background. Oh, you? thank you very much. Yeah, there's actually two Ooh, of them. Ooh, look, look at that. that. A reveal. Uh, were you uh, were you in bands growing up or were you uh, I was yeah, still? I, yeah. <laughs> I I grew up um definitely in like the uh the punk rock scene and mm. so I was in bands and my friends were in bands uh and now I de- like because of like you know career stuff I, I don't I'm not in a band full time but there is like a circle of musicians at any time we're all free it's like you guys want to go rent a studio and jam cool let's go do that that's amazing I love that very, yeah. very cool are you guys did you are you guys uh, band people do you play instruments is that why you started this podcast uh, I was I played in bands you know in high school and everything and I I still like do a lot of music stuff in my comedy like I just put out a Christmas album that was all music recently and stuff like that um, love that. But yeah, I do miss, uh, yeah, just like being in a, a real band with a name and uh, dreams. Yeah. <laughs> you know, th- th- those were the good old days for sure. Yeah. Uh, were you were you playing? Uh, so today we're talking about songs with screaming in them, which is very exciting. Uh, I was going to do a bit where I screamed at the beginning of the podcast, but I just didn't want to do it to my throat. So imagine I did that. But uh, were Whoa, you- <laughs> Tommy, what a, that's an intense scream. Yeah, let's plug it in. We'll plug in one of the songs from this and go, whoa, I guess it's easy to do that. Yeah. <laughs> Were, were the bands you're playing in? Were you were you doing hardcore screamo, anything like that? Uh, that was definitely the style of music uh, mm-hmm. at times, but I, I never did any screaming. I, I have zero vocal ability, whether it be screaming or singing. <laughs> screaming so. or singing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. 
Sure. Uh, he could have been a talk singer. He could have done the cake. Could have done that move. <laughs> you know, there are a lot of bands that do that very well and it works for him. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's uh, equally as polarizing as screaming to some people. That's true. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that is fair. Um, I want to uh, just to answer uh, earlier. I have zero musical ability and have never been <laughs> in uh, any kind of <laughs> band, but I am uh, very much admiring of people who can. Uh, I We started the podcast because... Uh, one, I I I like Coldplay, and um, I just don't like. I get tired of. I wanted to hear the other side. I wanted to hear people defend things rather than just uh, shit on them. As we all sure. in the comedy world, you know, most things are cynical. Most things are getting made fun of, and so I thought it would be fun if we if we took the other, heard the other side. You know, there's good people on both sides, and that's what, what Red Hot Chili was Peppers <laughs> was uh, singing about when they sang the other side. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, but we haven't done a lot of a lot of screaming uh, music on the show. And when we we came to you for bands, you gave us some good ones. But we thought that this list of uh, six scream based songs, uh, not know. not songs based on the film Scream, which that's another episode, <laughs> <laughs> a good one, frankly. But uh, yeah, we we were like, that's that's interesting, and nobody's done it. We don't do a lot of genre episodes because, uh, as we'll see in this one, I think that. There are great songs in every genre. Even I, I don't know that we could find a genre that doesn't have six good songs. But uh, we, yeah, you sent us six, and I think that uh, I think that they're a good. I think they're a, g- a good topic for the show because I've I've been somebody who on this show has said I don't really like screaming music. I like when in songs when somebody screams sometimes, but I don't like the I don't like screamo music necessarily. Or sure. yeah, yeah, I it. I was surprised you guys took this pitch because it. I when I pitched it, I was like, "This feels like too big of a thing." It's such a huge. It's not even a genre. It's just like a thing in con. It's like saying <laughs> bitches with meat in them. It's like that's everything. You know, it doesn't matter what cuisine it is. Uh, so I I tried my best to do a, a, a representative cross section of six songs, but there's st- there was like no way I was going to cover like everything. So all the like historians who are going to listen to this who are going to get mad about how i misrepresent like screaming music it's like dude i had six songs i don't know you want me to do (laughs) i think you did a great job here and um i want to get us into the mindset of where we uh we were listening to to these songs so for me i thought that this was actually a really good playlist to listen to i'm i start i decided to start intermittent fasting during and the hour before you're allowed to eat uh really listening to these songs <laughs> how i feel and it, it felt good it was also funny because i was i've the other thing i've been doing uh and i want to get to you guys hear you guys new year's resolutions but i've got a few which one is to write every day one is intermittent fasting and then the other one this isn't even a resolution i've just been doing it i play chess every day now Oh, and was this a uh, Queen's Gambit inspired? This, uh, I would say, I don't want to give credit to that. I will say this: <laughs> I, I never played chess before, and then I went down to uh, the basement of my building, <laughs> and there was an old, old man playing chess. It was character actor <laughs> Bill Camp, if I remember correctly. That's right, that was yeah. him. <laughs> and so naturally, uh, he bit me, and I caught the chess bug. <laughs> uh yeah i but i've been i suck at it i'm horrible at it i don't know if you guys are good chess players out there but i've been playing on the chess.com app and i am trash but it's it's kind of just fun to to start doing something new it's fun to be bad at something it kind of is like there's a humility to it and there's also less pressure if you go into something already being bad at it um like podcasting uh, <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, that's I was playing chess, listening to this, just like ah! it's, it's it's a very fun energy to have while doing that, and it makes you more aggressive. Um, do you guys have any New Year's resolutions? Um, I I don't. I traditionally don't make New Year's resolutions. I don't knock people who do. It's just like I don't really. It you know I don't need a, a calendar to tell me when to set my goals. Sure. Uh, but as you were describing that, I was like, oh, in like maybe about a month ago, I started playing tennis. Uh, and I remember talking to my friends about it and having that same feeling like it's fun to be bad at something and just do it for the sake of like, I'm not, there's no tournament. I just want to do this. It's kind of fun. 
I'm bad, I'll get better. And so I guess maybe my resolution that I'm making right now, this is an exclusive and by our band Sclusi. Uh, I feel like, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to play more tennis. I'm going to stick with that. I love yeah. that. We're both uh, guys who like to play tennis. So that's Absolutely. an exciting. Oh, okay. Yeah, I are, played... you... are you in New York or are you in LA? We're both in New York, but ah. um, if you find a doubles partner, we'll fly out. And we'll... Yeah, yeah. That's, all it, that's all it takes. If we can get numbers, we'll get out there. <laughs> Oh, yeah man. uh no we both play tennis both play basketball but uh tennis there's a tennis court right outside my apartment so before you know the weather turned it was something you could kind of do from a distance that uh was nice yeah but, that's yeah. been the nice thing is i can hang out with people that aren't in my little bubble and we feel yes. pretty safe because it's just... like the safest sport yeah yeah exactly sorry tommy do you have any news resolutions uh you know i uh I, we were talking about this in the patreon too but i'm gonna try and be more uh, i'm trying to become a man and <laughs> be a more responsible <laughs> adult and uh you know i just turned 30 uh, last year so it seems about time i'm gonna try and focus on that you know uh, the cardigan's a good step in that direction. Thank you. Yes, I think I'm <laughs> skipping uh, the middle part of my life. I'm just going to be an old man. I think that's the plan. <laughs> I think you should take this year to to straighten out that Rodney Dangerfield picture. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's time. That, oh my gosh! Uh, it's a meta commentary. I I don't think I, uh, I I'm sure podcast listeners love hearing visual stuff described. I don't think I registered as crooked because the portrait itself within the frame is at an angle. So right now Rodney Dangerfield is upright. Oh, though- you're right. <laughs> yeah, that's was on purpose for sure. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. You guys will have to go to the YouTube to see that, I suppose. Yeah. Or if you just watch any other things, or just imagine a crooked Rodney Dangerfield. <laughs> if your mind can take you there, you'll more rewarding. <laughs> It's pure bliss. <laughs> but I feel what you mean about the the resolution thing. I did kind of the same. I kind of fell into all of mine around January 2nd and 3rd, where I was like, I was already kind of planning for after New Year's Eve to do the intermittent thing because I was like, well, I'll be eating at midnight on whatever. So it kind of just fell into place. And then every day I'm like, oh, I'll do this this year too. And by the end, it's going to be way too much shit to do. But you know what? Maybe this year will be the year that I get into music that involves uh screaming yeah. Resolution. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. uh shall we shall we listen to some of the songs here yeah sure i think uh i think let's let's start right at the top of the list you gave us here so i was surprised to see this name right off the bat i hadn't thought of this artist in that way and then i was listening to it and i was reading about it and i was like oh, of course he fits uh which is takashi 69 and the song here is uh is the song billy which I'm sure a lot of you guys out there know, but uh, I thought this was a very interesting choice and a good choice. Here's Billy from Takashi Six Nine. That's my word. Get up in their face. Talk your shit. Let's your nuts drag, nigga. These niggas just running at their fucking mouth, man. Follow protocol, blood. Get in their fucking chest. Nigga. No. No. I want to say for the record, I've never listened to Takashi 69 in my life. <laughs> I just felt Fair. like right off the bat, I wanted to add a song to the playlist that like divorces screaming from like heavy metal. Cause mm-hmm. I think when people think of screaming, they think of, you know, like Ozzy Osbourne, like devil horns and headbanging. And it's like, there's screaming in so much other music and we just kind of give it a pass. Like, I like, this is a perfect example. And so I just Googled like, who are the screaming rappers now? Cause like, and when we were growing up, it was DMX, you know yes. what I mean? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like early two thousands, like little John kind of took that over. And I was like, who's the angriest <laughs> rapper now? And the internet told me it was Takashi six, nine and they did not disappoint. <laughs> no, no, very angry. It was funny looking up uh, information on this song because of course uh, we all know that uh, Takashi six, nine did spend some time. Uh, and, prison and uh and also and uh when i looked up this song and the lyrics the first article was from genius.com 
where it says six nine breaks down his Billy lyrics in second day of court testimony. <laughs> it's the first time we've had an artist like there's a lot of behind the music shit on here, but it's rare that we get to just that we get to hear it in court on trial. Um, I'm surprised you had to look anything up about this song because I've seen you do it at karaoke a bunch. That's so true. Like, yes. <laughs> that That's you're acting true. like you didn't know it, but and uh, people get so um, they're so impressed by what i'm doing that they clear out the room because they know that they could not possibly top it and i am oftentimes kicked out of those karaoke bars because of jealousy you set the bar um, too high yeah exactly uh here is uh here's the him explaining uh some of the lyrics though so uh this is this is what it says he also spoke about the april 2018 shooting with rival rapper casanova's entourage Six uh, nine returned to the witness stand today in the trial of former nine Trey gangsta blood affiliates Anthony Harv Ellison, mm-hmm. accused of kidnapping Six Nine in 2018, uh, and Nuke Mac, accused drug dealer out of the case. Uh, he was asked to break down his 2018 track Billy. He was then asked about a shooting incident with the entourage of rival New York rapper Casanova. According to Inner City Press, jurors were shown part of the Billy music video which was previously deemed partially admissible as trial evidence, excluding portions shown uh, showing extreme misogyny. Um, Six Nine reportedly started out by breaking down one of his former manager Shoddy's lines on the intro. The, the, the lyric is, follow protocol, blood, get in the fucking chest, and then I can't say the, the next word. <laughs> uh, Takashi Six Nine can, despite the fact that he is not black. <laughs> that was yep. another thing I googled a picture of, and like I remember his image because he does the tattoo face. Yes. But then I was like, I don't the think hair. he's black. I don't think you can say nope. this. Uh, but he's yeah. just going for it, man. Apparently, he can though. Um, uh, he says, uh, "You know, protocol. Follow the politics of it." Six Nine mm-hmm. said while explaining the meaning of follow protocol. He was then asked about a line from the chorus. Whole squad full of fucking killers. I'm a killer too. And he is talking about the band, the killers. Brandon flowers. (laughs) Uh, Are we human or are we gangsta? Uh, (laughs) uh, He says uh, the lyric doesn't refer to the nine Trey gangster bloods, but instead means the craft, you know, the art. Um, Mm. That's the whole. Wow. That's not expect an artist like Takashi six, nine to refer to like the art and craft of rap (laughs) in the middle of that song. Uh, yeah, that's uh, it's funny to just hear you have to stop and be like, no, like killers, like really good. (laughs) (laughs) It is Uh, true that you pointed out because when I was listening to this, I was thinking about DMX, and it is funny that every generation has (laughs) they go to screaming rapper. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I I hadn't even thought of Little John though, and that's a really good one. And it's funny because Little John's the only one that like. He was like fun. He was like a fun guy. Yeah, that's another thing that I will touch on with some of the other songs. But I think that when a lot of people think of streaming music, they always think it's angry. And Takashi Six Nine does sound angry, but like mm. it's not. It's it's just it's another vocal mode, but it can express as many emotions as regular singing to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, before we go further on this, uh, we do have a regular segment uh, to get to, and I want to do it before we get to the um more screamo type uh music because it are it is our resident uh foe of the show his our resident snob jared thompson the owner of the comedy attic in beautiful bloomington indiana each week we go to him to hear his thoughts on the music we're uh we're listening to because like i said he is a snob he usually hates almost everything we play and we like to get his perspective kind of just to fuel the rest of the argument and <laughs> But I'm really curious what Jared's going to say because Jared was in was the lead of a screamo band. So I think oh, he definitely had what band do we it know? Was, I don't I don't remember the names of it. It's I think that they were pretty underground stuff. I'm sure he'll talk about it in his voicemail here. And uh, I want to get to it. I'm very curious what he's going to have to say. So uh, let's let's hear from our like I said, uh, resident friend and foe of the show, Jared Thompson. Here's a little segment called "They Went to Jared." What's up, y'all? It's this week's they went to Jared. The boys are going to have a guest on defending screaming in music. Um, I can think of quite a few examples, and also the Facebook comments did as well, of where this is pretty great. Now, the six songs that the guests have chosen, I would not 
recommend these <laughs> <laughs> most of them i mean i've only ever heard of two of the bands which is not that big of a surprise but most of them are just doing stuff that has been going on for years and years and years and done much better in an earlier era um the uh mannequin pussy song is at least really short um you know it's interesting i guess uh the track billy um they just sound like onyx so i would just recommend that you listen to onyx uh i mean again this is not you know indigenous to like current music that music from before is better like for instance when i was in high school i remember finding out about green day in like ninth grade and thinking that they were the best thing in the world and then very quickly i was uh introduced to bands like stiff little fingers and i realized that it just was better the first time that doesn't mean that music can't be good in the current current state but most of these bands just sound like regurgitated versions of the stuff that i was listening to in high school or early college um in fact i would recommend to the to the guest unless they already know this that bands like moss icon and antioch arrow and um you know there's a bunch of other ones indian summer um did a lot of this a lot better now i will say that the the deaf deaf heaven song um it's really too long but it's pretty interesting and there was a lot of bands uh there was a band called one-eyed god prophecy from like the early to mid 90s that was really great at, at doing that that same sort of thing so anyway this is interesting although the songs that he chose stink All right, thanks. <laughs> i'm honestly surprised that uh that was his take and uh mike i want to hear your thoughts on this i also want to hear the next song so let's let's get a quick uh response what what do you think of uh, about what jared said uh he, he's i've met a lot of guys like jared <laughs> <laughs> uh i feel like i um have you guys seen the sound of metal i just watched yeah. that uh last week i loved it it's great it's so good yeah. but um i remember reading an interview with riz ahmed uh where he talks about preparing for that role because he plays like a like a heavy metal drummer mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, in talking to a bunch of punk fans, I realized most punk fans are also punk historians, Oh yep. <laughs> which is like annoying, but true. And mm-hmm. I think that, uh, Jared sounds like one of those guys where it's just like, oh, this was done. And it's like, I'm sorry. I didn't pick bands from the eighties, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I think there's some fairness to that. That's sorry. That, that, uh, movie you're talking about. That's the one that the, the guy who goes deaf while yes. he's. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I've Tremendous. Been the, pro- the promo. It's really, it. good. It's really good. Yeah. yeah it's I'll so good. Prime, yeah. Uh, All right. I think that because he mentioned this, I mean, I guess he mentioned a few songs on this, but the next song on the playlist is one that I was uh, very curious to to hear or to 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 hear Jared's thoughts on, too. But uh, he mentioned in here the Deaf Heaven song Sunbather. So let's go ahead and hear some of it. It is, I think, a 10 or 11 minutes. It's very long. A lot of metal bands write very long songs. It's not Mm -hmm. uncommon for a metal album to be like six songs and they're all 12 minutes. Sure. (laughs) All right. Here is a sunbather. And I'm going to skip around a little. It's so funny because hearing it from an iPhone played into a microphone, I'm like, that sounds like garbage. <laughs> no. well, we're trying to recreate 
the feeling of being in the sound of metal. And yes. the- <laughs> right. Yeah, of course. That's what it's like when you have a cochlear implant. In your head. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's not necessarily not. Some would argue it's not the greatest way to hear music, but <laughs> others might argue otherwise. I uh, I was surprised to I, I guess I wasn't surprised to see this on here. I was more reminded of a time in my life. I remember trying to get into this album because uh, it was the the peak of my uh, looking at Pitchfork and just going by whatever they said was best new music. And I mm-hmm. remember that I remember seeing that album cover and going, that looks really cool. I wonder what mm-hmm. that is. And I put it on and immediately was like, that is not what I was expecting. Because <laughs> it looks so the cover is like very I don't know. It's it's pink and white. It, it just looks very soft. And I at the time I was like, this is going to be like a Tinder trap album or something. And then <laughs> it was this. And I got to say, listening to it today, I kind of was mad at myself that I didn't give it another shot because I, I listened to this song. It's 10 or 11 minutes long. I probably listened to it three or four times. And I, I liked the sound of it. What is funny is hearing people. I, I was reading uh, comments on this and uh, some facts about it and stuff. And the the comments of people arguing about the lyrics are so funny to me because I was reading the lyrics and I was like, oh, I, I like this. Like, I, I like the lyrics. They're they're kind of interesting. And it starts with held my breath and drove through a maze of wealthy homes. I watched how green the trees were. I watched the steep walkways of the white fences. And then I listened to the song again. And I was like, how the fuck could anybody know what this is <laughs> what's being said here? It is nonsense. But uh, you know, I, I still liked it nonetheless. Uh, am I frozen here? Uh, you are frozen. Yeah. Here. Uh, my yeah. computer's being a little goofy right now. Uh, yeah. We Tommy, can hear what, you loud and clear. That's good. I think my, I don't know what's going on with my computer, but, uh, yeah, it was, I, I did enjoy listening to it. It was just funny to see that, uh, people had such strong feelings about the lyrics when they feel nonsensical to me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh shit. I don't know what's happening here with my laptop. One second here. But Tommy, did you get a chance to listen to that song? I did, yes. I uh I carved out a chunk of my day to listen to that song. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I um of the of the songs chosen, I did like uh some of them. This was the most in the not for me category, I would sure. say. But yeah. uh, I did give it a shot and I understand uh, its merit, I would say, <laughs> for people who are into it. Yeah. I uh Again, I, I tried to just get like a really wide cross section yes. with this playlist. And I, I think this band does a really good job. I think because like it does well in places like Pitchfork because it has sort of like um like to borrow movie terms like crossover potential. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like that vocal style is very uh of like black metal. It that that like oh, high pitched yeah. kind of wall of shrieking. Um, but to me, like musically, this band is like barely a metal band. It mm-hmm. musically it's it's very similar to me to like um like explosions in the sky or like even cigarettes. It's just it's like it's big, it's in uh I don't know if it is in a positive key. I don't know anything about music theory, but it feels like it's in a positive key. Mm-hmm. Like it's n- the drumming isn't always doing blast beats, you know what I mean? It's yes. like uh Yeah, I think this is a thing where it's like if you if you turn your brain off from the fact that like psychologically screaming usually denotes like uh, anger or fear mm-hmm. or sadness, and you just take it like for what it is sonically, like it's just it's another element of the music, and then it just becomes like a beautiful kind of song. Ooh, I like that. That was a nice argument for it. Thank you. Take <laughs> that, Jared. <laughs> uh, are you guys still able to hear me here? We can yeah. hear you fine. It's just so a weird. video. Yeah. Yeah. My computer's completely frozen, but I somehow I'm still able to communicate. Should so, we? Uh, maybe like let's let's take a quick and... break. Yeah. Let's yeah. take a quick break. That's a good and, time for a break, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. So we'll be we'll be right back. Hopefully, uh, my computer does not completely crash, but uh, we'll be right back uh, with more Stand by Your Man. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers hands off 
my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durban Marshall credit card bill. All right, we are back with more Stand By Your Band. We had some technical difficulties, but you know what? We're fine now. Thank God for our Lord and Savior, Zoom. Uh, we love you, Zoom. This podcast <laughs> brought to you by Zoom. <laughs> yes, we are making a lot of money from that sponsorship. That's right. <laughs> I will say, God, did you guys get your uh, your Zoom in 2020 report? My num- my numbers were way up. No. <laughs> Is that a, a, a premium member thing? That's right. Yep. yep. Got they it. show you uh, your best Zoom moments and faces. <laughs> um, <laughs> so uh, we left... Uh, on uh, talking about Sunbather, uh, which, like I said, I wanted to get into that earlier, and then listening to it today, I, I enjoyed it. So the next song here, and we'll find this out later, but uh, just to give a little sneak peek, but people who commented about the songs that we were playing seem to love this band, and that band is Bear versus Shark. Uh, great name for a band. Let's hear the song Catamaran from Bear versus Shark. That I think that's my favorite song so far on uh, on the playlist, mostly because I can hear the guy, which is cool. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That sounded like a song that could be on like an old Madden soundtrack. Oh uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater or something. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I was into that. I did some reading about. Oh damn it! I lost all my tabs here. Okay. Well, oh no. Here. <laughs> uh, I had so many tabs pulled up. Uh, beer, beer, uh, we can stall. Uh, so I beer versus shark to me is it it's very much like childhood like this album came out i think when i had just entered high school or maybe i was in high school uh and this to it like i picked this because it you know they're uh, like jared said there are a billion bands that do this but to me this is like a version of screaming that like it's more like yelling if that makes sense you know what i mean yes. it's just like it's not so much screaming as it is as much as it is just like um like you're at a party and there's one guy trying to get everyone's attention. You know what I mean? Yes, for it sure. It feels like I'm in a basement and everyone's drinking and everyone's just kind of having fun, you know? Sure. Yes. My girlfriend listens to a lot of emo and a lot of, like one time Tom got in the car and we were listening to <laughs> uh, a playlist she had made and Tom said that she listens to death metal, I believe. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. yeah, it's more more in this vein. So this is a, a music I'm more familiar with and I, I definitely also like it too. I think that's also sort of... Uh, endemic to like most rock genres is people just kind of write it all off as one giant like even like you said screamo a few times and i'm not one of those people who like gets mad about it but like if you talk to like real hard noses like screamo is very specific it's like mm-hmm. there were like four or five years and like three bands that were screamo and everything <laughs> after that is something else and so uh mm-hmm. yeah i think people tend to do that which is like oh it's all heavy metal and it's like well no that's like saying you know Alicia Keys is trap. It's like, no, you know, sort of um, thirst trap. Oh my God. (laughs) It has to come from the Screamo region of France, as we all know. (laughs) (laughs) It is like when I was looking up these bands and it'll say they're a post hardcore band. And even if that is the correct categorization, I never want to say it because I feel stupid. That's exactly what it is. is I don't want to be wrong. So I just, I instead, I'm much, I I accept being a certain level of wrong. (laughs) I will not take the swing of being uh, actually uh, trying to be right and being wrong. Wrong. Um, <laughs> that's exactly it. But I, it, to me, it's that uh, we're talking about screaming bands, and it just feels fun to say screamo. It's it a very fun. catchy word. It's like a <laughs> muppet. Um, yeah. 
tickle me, do Screamo. Not, do not tickle Screamo. <laughs> <laughs> You're for a long night. <laughs> uh, I I found what I was looking for uh, while we were having some laughs at uh, at that at my own expense. Um, <laughs> um, here it is. It's from New York Mag, and I think that. Uh, I think this is this is something we should ask you here, Mike. And uh, Tommy, I want to hear your thoughts too. Uh, the band is called Bear versus Shark. And who do you guys think that the majority of Americans uh, think would win in this very fight? New York Magazine wrote about this. <laughs> <laughs> it was a down New Year's Eve. <laughs> Sure, they can't mention the podcast. <laughs> They've got enough room for a... <laughs> uh, I think I think most Americans would pick a bear. Okay. Uh, Tommy, what do you think? Uh, my, my reasoning here is very flimsy, but I'm going to say shark because Jaws is much more popular than Annihilation. Oh. <laughs> films <point>. though. <laughs> is Revenant about a bear, too? Yeah, yeah. there was a bear. But again, yeah. Jaws more popular. Um the answer is that uh, the majority of Americans do think a bear could beat a shark in a fight. Uh, according to this is according to PPP. Uh, the ones public, that give out the loans. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> no wonder they've run out of money. They're spending all the cash on these polls. <laughs> uh, public policy polling. Uh, the, according to this, the YOLOist of all pollsters. This had to have been written. This in, like, is 2014. This was, yeah, before Trump got elected. This was the <laughs> the news cycle oh i can't wait for four years of biden the next <laughs> we're gonna get some more shit like this this is gonna be great um yeah 56 percent of americans think a bear would win a fight against a shark while 44 percent pick the shark uh i think that that's a that's a great waste of an article but, um, <laughs> i think if uh if i may i think my reasoning is that bears can swim but sharks can't walk you oh that's I mean? a good point yeah the second that the shark has the edge the bear just jumps out for takes a couple breaths re rethinks the strategy <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah i like it i that that band is uh from michigan where it makes sense that they would come up with a band name like that uh i th if i'm not mistaken i think that the the band name was or the legend is that it's inspired by the shape of the state of michigan which sort of looks like oh, a bear and yeah. a shark Interesting. i think you are correct about that um pretty cool band name i think especially if it's yep. uh based on that I think, I think that's pretty sick <laughs> uh it's been it's yeah uh one other person uh get gavligio is that how you said this guy's name uh he's oh, uh, no somebody idea. in the band uh john G gaviglio said uh he believed that it uh the name was super badass and sounded interesting <laughs> oh, so cool. it may have come from that as well sure that's that's fine that's an acceptable <laughs> answer <laughs> uh yeah but no i enjoyed that a lot though i did um tommy do you want to play the next three here Oh, sure. yeah. Or I can't. I guess it doesn't matter. Oh, got a whole soundboard. What a profesh. <laughs> this is Tom's soundboard. That <laughs> borrowed for him and never returned. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm stuck with this measly little piece of shit. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> so <laughs> the next uh, next song is La Disputes, Kings Park. Telling a story there. Telling a story. It's yeah. Th this song in particular, I, I encourage people to listen to in full because it's uh, it, it's a devastating little poem about uh, a gang shooting, and it's one of those songs that like I'm usually not a lyrics person, but if I'm like alone and just listening to this song, I will cry. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> I um I looked it up on Reddit, uh, the King Park meaning, and uh, all that really is there is someone wrote, "Is this song based on a real event?" Mm-hmm. And someone else wrote, "Yep," and that was all <laughs> they said. <laughs> asked, asked and answered. All right. no, no article <laughs> link, nothing. <laughs> I also noticed that this band is named uh, after a play by 18th century French playwright Pierre de Marivaux, and I knew that right away. I didn't mm-hmm. even have to look that up. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah they they can be a, a very um ostentatious band like that. i think this band mm. gets a lot of flack even within the community i think deaf heaven too i picked a lot of controversial bands <laughs> within their respective communities a lot of metalheads like don't really like deaf heaven and a lot of like people of this genre aren't huge fans of law dispute um because they can be sort of overly uh theatrical i think mm. and um artsy and uh, hoity-toity uh but i think at their best when the songs sound like this it's just like i think that the screaming here so his vocal style is very much of like the the talking scream um Mm -hmm. it kind of varies between spoken word and and hardcore screaming um there are a lot of bands that do that uh i almost put me without you on this list uh for the same reason um but i think this song in particular is a really good example of how like the screaming complements the music uh, insofar as like the storytelling goes. Like when he's screaming, it is the passionate parts. And when he's quiet, it's for the quiet parts. Mm-hmm. And the band sort of compliments him on that. So it's like, it really is just like, if you sit back for this song and you close your eyes, it's like, they are telling you uh, a very uh, well-told story, I think. I always appreciate a story song. And I think they get a bad rap because people, I don't know, associate it with like country or something, but I always enjoy it. <laughs> you know. And, yeah, and- I don't need everything to be a poem. Exactly. Yes. Sure. Sure. I want to point out real fast another band uh, from Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, yes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, two Michigan bands. Two Michigan bands in a row. I also want to point out in their Wikipedia under genres, you're going to see post-hardcore emo, screamo, and uh, experimental rock and spoken word. Um, so wants to tweet at us that we're stupid. <laughs> Mike, are you from uh, are you from California? Or you did you grow up somewhere else? Uh, I w- grew up in Las Vegas. Um, oh, like the Killers! <laughs> oh, like the Killers! Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. one of our few hometown bands. We got yeah. them and Imagine Dragons. Yeah, I was just two about recent, to say uh, topics. Yeah, this is so great that you just said that because we got an email about Imagine Dragons that I meant to read earlier and I forgot. So, oh, read it now. This is a good so, segue. Yes, another Vegas band that we just talked about, uh, and John Mulally wrote to us about about the subject is about Imagine dragons uh was listening to the imagine dragons podcast really enjoyed the episode but i wanted to clarify a certain thing i have been following them since 2009 their rise was not even close to fast and easy they were playing six hour long gigs without break in casinos for three years before they got signed so there you go uh i cannot imagine what six hours of imagine dragon sounds like (laughs) (laughs) i hope they were doing like lounge covers or something because that's a lot of imagine dragons i can imagine dragons but i can't imagine that (laughs) uh yeah that was uh that was john thanks for sending that in if uh if you have thoughts like that uh email them to us at stand stand by your band pod at gmail.com um i I always forget to say that to people but also get on the patreon and then you can say whatever the hell you want yeah (laughs) (laughs) no 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 laws in the patreon um But yes, uh, so from Vegas, when when the uh, oh right, know? sorry, um, yeah, I, I grew up in Vegas, but I went to school in Chicago, and oh, I feel like, uh, like I'm from like Chicago. the mecca of the oh, are you? What part? Yes. Well, I grew up in the suburbs in Wilmette, and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. then I spent some time in West Town, spent some time uh, sure. in your boys' town, but yeah, I was uh, in Chicago for a long time. Fun. Um, well, yeah. What about you? Where'd you go to school? Uh, I went to Loyola, and I hey, uh, oh great, nice. lived in Wrigleyville, so nice. real. Real North Side bro in me. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean, like the the Midwest has, especially when you dive into like uh, real emo history, has its own specific ties to like uh, heavy music. And so uh, Chicago exposed me to a lot of these types of bands. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we hear another yeah, song. We have two songs you. left. We got uh, this next one is Reminders by Touche Amore. Whoa! 
Uh, yeah, this song is partially just a, a plug, but that this album came out last year. It, one of the only albums that came out last year because no one released new music last yes. year. Uh, but one of my favorites of last year. It's such a good album. So I, uh, yeah, I watched the video for this song, which uh, it, it's like a Stand By Your Band All-Stars video because it's uh, it's a lot of musicians with their pets. And you've mm-hmm. got one of the guys from Jimmy World, someone from uh, Rise Against, someone from My Chemical Romance, uh, and a uh, guy from Slipknot. So it's like all these people we've talked about in the podcast <laughs> all coming together. So it was a beautiful moment, uh, all with their pets. It was a nice video. But I like this song, too. It's, uh, yeah, on the more uh, accessible side of uh, screaming music. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's definitely like I think one of this band's like catchier songs. Mm-hmm. Uh, they usually don't really sound like this, but I thought this was a particularly, uh, like you said, it's an accessible song. It's it sounds very happy, um, and I think it's a good demonstration of like uh, melodic screaming. Like you mentioned, Rise Against. I think they do it a lot too. But it's like this kind of screaming that's not uh, like one note. It 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 can move and it can vary, um, and so it sounds it sounds more like singing than regular screaming. You know. Yes, Rise Against. I definitely had a phase when they when I was in Chicago listening to Q101 a lot, which is one of the alternative stations. They were they were big Rise Against. Uh, they played them a lot in the rotation, so I got really into them for a minute. Yeah, hometown heroes in Chicago. Yeah, um, we have one song left, and this was the only song in this list that I'd heard before um, because I love the album that it's on. So we are yeah. gonna play Drunk One by Mannequin Pussy. <laughs> the whole song that is that uh, we rarely get to play the whole song sweet. <laughs> uh sweet i love it. yeah i i love this band so much i think this uh, <laughs> if we didn't want to do another plug this album came out the year before 2019 yes. it, it was one of the best of that year it's still in my regular rotation it's such a good album so good uh drunk two was my favorite song yeah. overall of 2019 i love yes. that song yeah. so much really? it, it wouldn't fall yeah. into this category but um sure. it's so 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 great and yeah, Drunk 2 is one of the greatest breakup songs of the last I, 10 years, easy. I like vividly remember the first time I heard it. It was like that good to me. I've, and I, I love the whole album. Um, even though, yeah, I don't typically go for the screaming, like that whole album, it's kind of a mix of like half screaming, half singing. And I love the whole thing. So I was happy to see yeah. it on the list. Yeah. Um, and uh, I... It, it sounds pandery, but I did include this specifically because there are a lot of great female singers out there. And I think when a lot of people think of screaming, they're thinking of yes. like a six foot tall bearded dude. And it's like, <laughs> no, anyone can scream. Everyone screams. You yes. Know? For ice cream, of course. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> we, I just talked about them on the Patreon yesterday, but Porridge Radio, I feel like uh, that lady's voice when she screams is incredible and it gets me fired up. I've uh, never heard of Porridge Radio. Ooh, very good. They just put out uh, their f- debut LP last year. It's very good. nice. It's really okay. good. Yeah. Uh, secretly Canadian band, and they are, uh, they, yeah, they're they're killer. Um, that's all the songs for the playlist. But we got another segment to get to, which oh, is where we hear from the Peanut Gallery, the people who listen to this show. They have their own thoughts on uh, music that features screaming or whatever we, uh, however we describe this to the listeners, uh, and before. First off, we we read the comments from people on Patreon so that they get their comments guaranteed to be read. That's right. $3 a month gets you bonus episodes every week, and you get uh, to to get your thoughts read on the show. So Patrick McDonough writes, uh, Bear vs. Shark is awesome, uh, with Catamaran being their best song. La Dispute is more of a shouty, talky style of vocals, but very good. 
All right. Uh, Ron Trimbath says, I remember going to see a show in which Touche Amore was middling a show between two bands I really loved, and I had never heard of Touche. When they started yelling, I decided it was a good time to step out and get a street taco. They were <laughs> very misbilled between the other bands. I left and came back for the headliner, but alas, the other two bands don't exist anymore, so I guess the joke's on me. Also, I'm not <laughs> sure if it counts, but Twist by Corn is always a fun combination of loudmouth noises. Is that yelling? I don't know. Don't know that song. Don't listen to corn. <laughs> there you go. Uh, hey, straighten up that K, corn. You want me to listen? To, <laughs> me to listen to your music? Have some respect for the for the language. Uh, Timothy Chow says, uh, "I backed into my neighbor's car as I was busy screaming along to I'm made of wax, Larry. Uh, what are you made of? By a day to remember. Uh, I've banned screamy music from my car now." I played La Dispute and Touche More in the office once. It did not go down well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I learned at a very young age, you can't play screaming music at a party. People will hate <laughs> uh, Anthony Tiberio says, Mannequin Pussy Screaming is the reason I walk through the women's clothing session with earplugs. What? What? <laughs> I don't know if that's positive or negative. I can't yeah, tell I either. Get that one. Oh, I think them? it's a joke. It's a joke on the name. Now I understand. Uh, I now I understand. Oh, yeah, oh okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got it. Yep. Now I get it. Uh, all right. Sorry about that. Uh, to be real. All right. Uh, Adam Shellhammer says, I'm not a metalhead, but Sunbather by Deaf Heaven is an excellent album. I'm going to, I'm going to listen to the rest of that album because uh, I, I, I liked what I listened to, to today. So it's great. It's definitely, it's, it's a mood. It's, it's good. Uh, I think driving music, it, you can't sit there and be like, when's the song going to be over? Cause they're all like 10 minutes right. long. But if you just, if you just <laughs> lock in you're it's, it's really great. Yes. Fair enough. Uh, Tommy, you want to read the Twitter? Yes. So we got some tweets. Mike Carraza, uh, past guest says, hello. I love screaming songs. It's mostly what I listen to. It hypes me up and calms me down, which I thought was interesting. What, did, what did, what band did that person defend? He talked Ooh, about Newfound Glory. Wait, who? What? That's right. Newfound, Newfound Glory. Glory. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's a good one. That's My great. friends over you, yeah. Um, uh, type Bro Negative says, I love them if they're done right. It all depends on the vocalist. Uh, <laughs> and then also he agrees with uh, the tweet saying Bear vs. Shark is one of the best. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, uh, Natalie Grace Alford is a great musician, says any genre of scream when done right by the vocalist is fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got some more. Oh, Mari Offman says, I, I still prefer them to songs with police sirens in them. Which <laughs> um, uh, always freaks me out, too. <laughs> Nick Porcaro says, depends on the vocalist, but I'm all for it if the accompanying music fits. Um, and then he names some people that he thinks are great at it. Um, yeah, a lot of the, but this is almost all positive. Well, yeah, I was going to say, I'm, I'm so happy that people are supportive of this. Yeah. Um, yeah, and then last it's one, a nice going. Danzig said, "If done well, they made for a great conveyance of lyrics. But if it's like Lady Gaga throwing some random fry screams into us, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's there's a ton on the Facebook here. Damn, people are really into this uh, into this uh, genre. I guess you, it's yeah, you're right. It's bigger than a genre. Were there any other tweets?" Uh, a few more, but not, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'll just read a few of the Facebook because there's a lot. Fawn Sullivan wrote, I prefer gunshots. Um, <laughs> seems uh, aggressive. Um, let's see here. James, it feels like Takashi69 is the perfect yep. happy medium. There you go. You get the best of both worlds, I suppose. Uh, James Doyle says this was the best part of going to high school in the mid 2000s. Yeah, you mm-hmm. get your that's accurate. Yeah, new metal and whatnot. Um, uh joshua sorrell says the art of screaming versus clean vocals in metal slash punk is an important distinction and a very delicate delicate instrument as strong bad once said so for death metal you want to scream from the bowels of your lungs the bowels words like in a deep sinister voice uh and with words and green spooky letters decay deranged decrepit and um delouse in fact you can't go wrong with anything that starts with de However, when bands with usually clean vocals go for growls, it can turn bad. See, Dream Theater's Octavarium. You can't just go from a goofy operatic prog to death metal. There's a science to it. Opeth worked uh, hard to perfect their melodic death metal and then accidentally became a classical prog band because everyone in the band is getting older and Mike Arkfelt 
got way deep in, uh, into a King Crimson phase. This is I lost really the I lost the thread on this about yeah. This is a really <laughs> four words in. <laughs> uh, but yeah, go to the Facebook if you want to read the rest of this comment. It's very long, but it's uh, appreciate, appreciate it's very the educated. Yeah. <laughs> and then he also uh, posted the uh, Death Heaven's Dream House uh, video. Yeah, Dream says, House through the haters. Uh, Death Heaven is great. Yeah, are there a lot of Death Heaven haters? Yeah, I like I said, it's it's one of the, they're one of those bands where like if you are a metalhead, you're like this isn't metal, this sucks, and if you're not right. in a metal, you're like you you could also arguably be like this isn't pop music. Why is he screaming? Like sure. it's for as likable as it is on both sides, it's also hateable on both sides. Mm-hmm. Sure, fair enough. Um, Logan Lotzenheiser uh, writes when Refused opened their song New Noise with the line "Can I scream." It's one of the only times I've thought, yes, you may. <laughs> Otherwise, it's rarely done well, in my opinion. Damn. Um, let's see here. There's a there's so many comments here. I'm just gonna I'm gonna read two more. Um, and which ones will they be? That's the hard part. Karaza came in on here. Sorry, brother. Pick a side. Twitter. Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> um the uh Michael Keefe says there was a band a lot of my kids a lot of kids in my high school life a lot called. of my kids <laughs> Mike, Mike's got some uh he's got kids all over the world he was a road dog <laughs> um he says a uh, band a lot of kids in my high school liked called Devil Wears Prada and they'd oh, say yeah. like we like <laughs> Devil Wears Prada and I'd be like yes Meryl Streep is cool and we gonna <laughs> laugh had no idea it was a band anyways apparently they scream <laughs> <laughs> Good story. Um, last one here. There was a lot by Rudy Schultz. Rudy Schultz says, I have a deep and sincere love for all of it since it's the only type of music I've played for the past 15 years or so, but you will not find a cornier group of genres of music anywhere on earth. Uh, I also think those styles of music have the best live shows. They're the wildest, most dangerous. And in a lot of them, the norm is uh, for the singer to literally give the mic to audience members. I'm sure Beyonce concerts are incredible, but I'm guessing that if you see her when she comes to town, there's no chance she's going to put the mic in your face and be like, sing this shit. Um, I think you're right there, uh, Rudy. Yeah, that's accurate. Touche Amore in particular, I think are re- it, they have a live album. And if you listen to it, like every fifth word is just missing because you can tell he's putting the microphone out into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. I'm going to start doing that for uh, stand-up shows. Just <laughs> every punchline. <laughs> I just, hey, say the funny part because I haven't written it. Uh, anyway, that is, uh, that's that's it for the comments here. And that brings us to our last chunk here, which is uh, we got to rate this playlist out of six because we have six songs. But before we do that, Mike, we give you the floor to to have one last uh, your final thoughts on uh, on this category of music you have chosen. Oh, boy, it's I feel like I'm in the same boat as a lot of people who commented, which is just like this is all I've played for the last 15 (laughs) years of my life. Uh, I love it dearly. It seems it's it seems ridiculous to say, like, I love all screaming music because it's again such a it's like saying I love all sandwiches. And it's like, well, what do you define as a sandwich, you know? but I, it's just, I, I love it so much. And I, I hope that at the very least, if you're not into screen music, this showed you that like screaming is more than just like the one thing you're thinking of. Cause I can almost guarantee if you don't like screaming, you're thinking of one guy <laughs> and that's not like representative at all of like how everyone screams or how, how they use screams in music. Sure. All right. Fair enough. Um, I, I really enjoyed listening to, uh, to this collection of songs. It was fun to change up the pace a little bit today and hear a variety of of bands instead of just one. Uh Tommy, what do you what do you think? What do you what do you got for this playlist? So I'm gonna go I'm gonna go three point five out of six personally. Wow. Um I had to uh I, I really loved Anakin Pussy on there, even though I hate saying the name and I'm proud of myself for doing it twice and not <laughs> shying away. I was excited to see them. I liked the reminder song a lot and I liked the bear versus shark song. And then uh, I'm going to give 0.5 for the King part. Cause I, I like the story and I thought it was a, a cool song lyrically, uh, even though it isn't, but I don't know. I, it was, uh, it was cool to listen to this. Cause as I said, my girlfriend listens to more screaming music than I do. So it's not always what I put on, but uh, I think he did a good job doing a wide range. So I enjoyed it. I, I think that that's uh that's a good assessment here. I'm I'm uh I think I might go a little bit higher even. The only song I really didn't like at all was uh Billy probably from uh, 69. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. But um, even that one, I was just trying to re-listen to it to, to see if I was being unfair to it. And perhaps I was. So I'm going to go with a straight up four here out of six. Um, I There are some songs I'd probably give a 0.75, but the Sunbather song, like I said, I listened to it several times. I liked the Bear versus Shark song a lot. Uh, yeah, Drunk One was great. Yeah, I, I liked this a lot. This was uh, I, I find that I do like screaming in the right in the right uh moods and turns out while i'm uh while i'm getting my ass kicked at chess it, it's <laughs> like so far from what i you, you, i would expect the end of that sentence <laughs> <laughs> screaming uh, only in the right context like when i'm playing chess, playing chess. yep <laughs> that's when i need it uh i i want to say oh you, yeah you also have a chance to to rate this playlist out of six mike oh what do you got? i'll you know i'll give it a five out of six because uh takashi six nine is like not my bag i'm glad i put <laughs> it in the list to yes. accomplish my goal uh but man i'm probably never gonna listen to him again <laughs> <laughs> uh all right fair enough that is uh that is the show today um I think uh, this was this was a really fun one, and Mike, we appreciate you you coming on. And uh, it, it the show will already be on by now. But Mr. Mayor, yes, please, Mr. Mayor, Thursdays at eight seven Central on NBC, uh, free the next day on Peacock. Nice. Uh, please help me retain my job security by watching it. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Get great. I'm excited there. to watch it. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Great Thanks. cast. Me, Looks really fun. Me as well. And get on that Patreon, like we were saying, $3 a month. It gets you uh, bonus episodes every week and, uh, you know, a bunch of other stuff. So do that. Uh, Tommy, is there anything you want to plug before we get out of here? No. Yes. All right. Well, thanks so much, Mike. Uh, we appreciate you. you coming on. And uh, to the listeners, thanks for listening. Uh, keep it crispy. Bye.